Good evening, or hello to the podcast listeners. Thanks for sticking with me. I have not done another an episode for you guys since September 17th, I think my last video slash podcast episode was. Um, there's a reason for that, though, if you listen to the last one, and we're going to get into it. So... I know I was all big talk about being consistent with my content creation. However, if you did catch the last episode, my Facebook page for Riot Girl Rebirth went viral. Um, it went fucking viral, which for a Facebook page, do that organically without an ads or a boost. I'm sorry. Like, I'm giving myself just a little pat on the back. Good for me because we reached. Two million people with one meme. So the reach of that page was two million people in about like a week period, which I know <laughs> that I do marketing strategy, social media marketing strategy, but I keep saying like I couldn't have strategized or predicted that. That is the anomaly that everybody talks about, like like when the algorithm decides something that you've got out there is good to go and you get past that hump of like your page's initial reach so the page had about 3,000 followers at that time but when you get past that when you've reached everybody there is to reach and then you go out into the world of Facebook it's crazy um it was just a meme though so when that happened and if you watch the other episode, I talk about kind of my initial reaction. I made that episode while it was happening. Um, when that happens, if it ever happens to you, you have a very short window of time to actually leverage that. So I made the decision because I'm a big believer that there's a time to speak and there's a time to work. I made the decision to focus on leveraging that and to kind of push to the wayside some of the other projects I was working on that weren't immediately monetizable. Obviously this podcast, Obviously, these Facebook Live episodes um, turned into a podcast because we're smarter, not harder. We're repurposing our content, right, guys? Uh, so that's where I've been. So I want to tell you today, for those who are listening, the five people who are listening right now, my story, what we did, how we took action. And by we, I mean for the first time ever, I have some help from my partner in my business. <laughs> Which, he's great, because he's a stay-at-home dad, right? But he's never had to be involved like this. Um, but there was really no choice at this point. Because it was getting so crazy, as far as the correspondence we had to deal with, um, the orders that we had to fill in the merch shop, all of those things. And I basically had to give him a crash course in how you Shopify and overload. So he's filling orders while I'm manning the ship. And... I want to talk about how we were able to increase merch sales specifically, like the sales of the products that we had for sale in our shop attached to that Facebook page. So this is going to be like a one part, here's the story, here's what I've been working on. But if you listen today and you listen until the end, you're going to learn a little bit about how you can turn engagement, so engagement and interest in your social media content into money in the bank. because. A lot of people think 2 million reach of a Facebook page, well, that must be easily convertible. I mean, there must be like some monetary return to that. But the reality is, that's just 
likes, that's just increased traffic, that's just more people visiting your page. If you don't have your systems in place and if you don't act quickly, and this is why I kind of had to like put my head down, lay low, and act very quickly, uh, this is why you know you can have engagement at that level. Good for you, that's step one. But step two is having a system in place to actually monetize on that. Now I'll be honest, Radical Rebirth is a passion project and was the last thing that I expected to go viral. And again, even though I'm a strategist, I wasn't really working towards like, okay, in September we are going to double in size. We're going to 200% the size of our audience in reach. We are going to get, like I, the website itself was getting two visitors a day. It went from two visitors a day to over a hundred visitors a day. And it was very neglected. And I'll be completely frank about that. Like, I have a lot of my plate with two kids, my business and all that. Like, Radical Rebirth is something I work on in the evenings, in my downtime, where I'm like feeling relaxed. It wasn't something that I thought was going to be like instantly overnight profitable. And I wasn't really like setting it up for that either. So there was a lot of work that needed to be done because we had like pins, you know, like our little merch pins in there. We had one t-shirt. But none of it was optimized, there was no funnel, there was no real like effort to capture traffic. The website itself was a Shopify store, but the intent of it at the time was just to direct traffic to the Facebook group and then maybe sell some merchandise to people in the Facebook group um, if they so felt the need to buy something from us. Um, like I said, at the time it was not what I was like focusing on for how we were going to make money, how I'm going to make my living. Uh, so this is a very interesting part of the story, I think, because I was seeing the increase of traffic on that meme um, and then I immediately was like well what are we gonna do with this okay so if you're listening today I'm gonna share with you what we did I'm gonna share with you the actions that I had to take to turn that into a profitable Shopify store because now it's getting all this extra traffic and I'm going to tell you exactly how much we made and how much we actually spent. Um, so let's talk. Uh, for those of you guys who are listening for the first time ever, hello. You know, I feel like this is like, you know, um, a climax of the story that I've been telling because I started this podcast to tell the story of losing access to my other Facebook page back in June, rebuilding from scratch with all of my pre-existing knowledge of a social media audience building. Uh, but this is kind of like the first major plot point, we would hope, the, the blowing up of my Rat Girl Rebirth page. The blowing up, well, it, it grew. It grew incredibly fast, um, incredibly quickly, because if you do the numbers, two million views, well, only a certain percentage, of 2 million people are actually going to bother to take any other action than look at the meme. But it does convert. So for instance, if you're getting like a reach of like 100 people and you're getting like 10 engagements, then you are looking at like a 10% engagement reach, like 10 out of 100. So it's not great, honestly. Um, but there are certain consequences to something that big because at that point, even at a 10% engagement rate, uh, you still get a huge wave of new people, of new traffic, of new eyeballs, of new interest. And with Facebook and social media, you have a very limited window of opportunity. I've already said that. So what I noticed was happening was, okay, we're getting all this new traffic. People are looking up the page. They're looking at the website. They're joining the group. Now, 
what I wanted to do immediately was try to turn that traffic into some dollars in the bank. And I'm sorry, you know, we all gotta eat, okay? I knew this was gonna be a lot of work. We all gotta eat. I was like, I would make some money from this. Not a lot of money, like the things weren't ridiculously priced or anything like that. But I was like, okay, if people are gonna visit, I'm going to try to convert that into customers on some kind of product. So we already had the pins, so we decided to stick with the drop shipping of the pins. And then I do have some inventory left in the house from when I was doing giveaways and stuff. So I was like, we'll just do that. We've already kind of set that up. We're just gonna sell some pins. So what I did is I created um, Facebook ads that would run to people who recently engaged with the page and recently visited the website, targeting them with some general, like some just general ads showcasing the different merchandise that we had on the website. And right away that worked. Right away, people were buying the pins. I would just pick and create like a carousel ad showing them the different like pins that we had to sell. Um, I started them at $5 a piece. I realized running ads or profit margins weren't great at $5 a piece. So I was like, well, people buy them at $9 and they did. So that's what we did immediately to leverage that is in Facebook ads manager, you can create an ad and it's a lower cost ad because you've already got the traffic and the data. So we targeted people who recently engaged with the Facebook page that fit into the demographic of people we thought would like the pins. So did that, tried some different experimental audiences with that, and then also writing to people who recently visited the website. So right away, I'm trying to like leverage that traffic. So that's what we did. And on the first day, the first day, um, spent $150, made $0 in sales, okay? So this is realistic what happened. This is the true story of what happened. And I was like, okay, well, is this worth spending more time on? Because I have a lot of experience with Facebook ads, but like I said, we didn't have um, anything kind of planned of what we were gonna do to monetize Radical Rebirth immediately. We didn't really have that in place. So I said to my husband, I said, well, I'm just gonna try the ads this way at first. And when I did that, sort of running ads, people engaged with the page to the new traffic and people who visited the website, we made $0, I spent $150 on ads. And to me at the time, I was like, you know, that's not incredibly a lot of money, but you know, is it worth continuing on? But you know what? I felt like because although we didn't get tons of purchases from that initial push with ads, I thought let's do another day. And on the next day, I actually tweaked my ads and this time I added two things to it. I made it a conversion ad this time, so targeting people who are likely to per make purchases. And I made the target audience the way I'd done it before, but this time I added two things, jewelry, collecting, and engaged shoppers. Now, I don't wanna have a whole episode today about target audience building, but this is something that is really important is Collecting is a very good one if you're selling like trinkets and things like that, but it's also a good one for getting people to buy multiple items because that was the key here. It wasn't even just that they would buy one pin, it's that they would buy multiple pins. And then the other thing we added was the engaged shopper target, and that's an engaged like shopper target. It's a target audience you can choose, which I suggest you should always choose if you're doing a conversion ad because what it is is it's um, a buyer behavior target of people who have recently made purchases and that Facebook has tracked through pixels. So it's incredibly valuable and really underutilized. So the engaged shopper and collections 
people who collect, it just it just made sense. And then I included jewelry in there too, because even though this isn't exactly like jewelry, um, it is probably like considered like jewelry accessories based on the store. Um, so that's in there too. And that day we did break even <laughs> and a little bit some, and then some. I'd have to go look specifically at the numbers, but I think we spent like 150 and we got like $210 or something like that. Um, so on the third day, on the third day, um, first day was zero dollars, second day it kind of worked, we broke even. On the third day I got a little crazy, I created multiple ad sets, I basically went all in, just like you were with your gambling, um, used some little tricks that, like I said, without doing a whole episode on targeting right now, we're not doing an episode on targeting, but I used a few tricks, again like I described, like engaged shoppers and things like that, but I also narrowed down to women it seemed like everybody who was joining the group and it was in the group and were buying the pins at that time were like over the age of 30 so i cut out a whole demographic ages 30 to 45 again niche target audience and went with it and went all in with multiple ad tests and that was the day the first day that we did a little happy dance in the living room because we basically made $900. So <laughs> we we were really excited. And so the next day, continued to take advantage of that traffic, continued to test ads and stuff. And so for about two weeks now, that's what I've been doing is trying to move that into like the profitability zone with different ad experiments and stuff. I don't want to bore you guys. You look like you're already getting bored. People are coming in, coming out. She's talking about ads. Um, but here's the thing. Even with my pre-existing knowledge of Facebook ads, so I'm saying that like, okay, I do Facebook ads for a living, I've done Facebook ads for other people's businesses and stuff. There was a few things that came into play here that were very lucky for me, which is first of all, just that influx of free organic traffic because of that meme and knowing what to do to take advantage of it. And then the second thing was I was able to very quickly make decisions about how we were gonna move to profitability um, and monetize it. So we were able to do that at the peak of interest in the social media content on the Radical Rebirth page. I don't wanna go ahead and give a bunch of advice and be like, okay, like if I did it, you can do it because there were a lot of like quick decisions that need to be made based on pre-existing knowledge that I had about Facebook ads. So this is not an episode being like, I'm gonna empower you to do exactly what I did, um, invest thousands of dollars of your own money and you know, sell things using Facebook with no experience doing Facebook ads. I think for a normal person, it would take much longer but here we are, here we are on day, I think we're day 15 or 16. Um, and I can probably say that we are close to um, almost $9,000 in like May through that Shopify store. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. Like I said, it's, it's still a work in progress because obviously we, we're winding down on that traffic. So if we want to keep that coming in, we're going to have to change things up. But that's what I was working on. That's why I haven't made an episode. Uh, it's been very exciting. Uh, the Facebook group has grown substantially and I've learned tons by being in the literal trenches of my own business. Just doing magic stuff, no, building this building this before my own eyes because we've kind of just been playing whack-a-mole and solving problems as they emerge with this sudden influx of interest and sudden influx of traffic and new people. Um, and that's what we ended up doing. So we ended up trying to turn 2 million 
views on a Facebook page into some kind of profit margin. And that's how we did it. And that's what we're working on. I keep saying we because I'm so excited that my husband's helping me. Uh, but for the purpose of this podcast episode not being ridiculously long, or for this Facebook Live episode not being ridiculously long, I do want to wrap up and give you guys some value points on this. But I think that I'll be taking, like, you know, telling the tidbits of this story um, going forward because there's a few things here that I do do really want to offer as far as, like, value to you guys. Like, I'm not sitting here going, and now everything is good, and now everything is wonderful. Um, the investment that we've made in Facebook ads has so when I say we've made nine thousand, well we have invested our own money. We are definitely over the four thousand dollar ad spent. So that's a lot, okay, for us in our current position. That was a bit of a risk because we only had one credit card that could do that and we were really proud of the fact we'd paid it down. But because we were able to like make a return on this, um we're still in the profit. So we have nine thousand dollars um in revenue but minus the four thousand in ad spend we've made you know, roughly like we're, we're doing okay. We're roughly 5k, right? So I'm doing okay, but that money needs to get reinvested back in to continue to do Facebook ads, to try to do things with Riot Girl. Like I'm like, could this be full time? Could this be my new life? Does my passion project become my new life? Do I, do I stop doing other people's stuff? And do I do my own stuff full time? Um, there's so many questions, right? Like it's really exciting, but at the same time, this is an anomaly. Like I wouldn't say that anybody would just assume that this would happen to them, that they'd be able to turn a profit, make that kind of money, like have that kind of traffic organically, all those things, without all of the, you know, years of knowledge and experience that I now have in the content marketing space and marketing other people's stuff as a marketing strategist in the social media, specifically niche to Facebook ads. So for people listening here, it's very exciting that this is happening for me, but in the realist world, we're not doing that well with it. We have to invest, we have to build a business plan for this what was non-business, mostly just a Facebook group, fun viral community thing I was working on where I posted memes. There's a lot of work to be done still. Um, and there's a lot of, like I said, problems coming up. It's like whack-a-mole because I am getting so much correspondence. It's like people didn't get their, oh, like they didn't get their shipment notifications. So I have to figure out, you know, why didn't they get their shipment notifications? All of these extra things from a business that didn't exist previously. Like there's a lot of work to do. So it's not an overnight success story by all means. And it's not me putting my hands up and being like, I'm all perfect. And now it's smooth sailing and sayonara. See you guys later. Um, I'm going to invest all my time in this. It has opened a lot of like, opportunity windows um, for me because I've started to think like well maybe Riot Girl Rebirth is the path which at the end of the day just to put the question out there just to put a pin in that like is e-commerce with this store this little merch shop and this Facebook group and this viral community is that the path um, for me is that my next thing do I do I change what I've been doing all these years uh, I don't know it's just up there now because it's had all this new interest there was a lot of interesting things that came that were just more so time-consuming which was people just inquiring like will you do like a shout out of my product on your page um, just a lot of like sketchy kind of stuff happening obviously you just get this influx of people so you're just basically like what's legitimate What's an opportunity to pursue and a conversation to have? And what's just people wasting my time? So there was a lot of that that was being dealt with during this time. And I still wanted to come up with memes, which I ended up not posting much at all in the group or on the page because I'm the only person for the first few days dealing with this, then getting the store up and running, running all those ads, trying to get it to convert, and then training my husband on how to do Shopify and Oberlo at the same time to fulfill these orders. So 
It's been a whirlwind adventure. But what I'm sharing with you guys today are really the big takeaways, which is don't assume this is going to happen to you, okay? Like, I'm just being real. Like, it can happen. Um, it's very exciting if it does. Set yourself up for success by building those niche audiences. In the next episode, I'll explain how this could have happened and how, even though I was like, I couldn't predict it, how it was based on the strategy from day one, which was to build a very specific audience for the content on that page. So build your audiences correctly to set yourself up for this kind of success and influx of traffic. Do things properly and don't be like me and like leave your website like half as finished if you ever think this could happen because we had a lot to fix before we were able to do any of A, B, and C to move to profitability. So there was like two sleepless nights me trying to basically like build a whole proper e-commerce website to do this. Uh, so don't assume and don't be like me, set yourself up for success, but at the same time, don't expect that this is normal and natural because even in my case, I'm like, what? Yeah, it's so exciting. It's like really random. Uh, but the second thing is the retargeting of the traffic. So you need to have some kind of product or service to offer people. So if you get this kind of traffic, you need to be able to <laughs> turn it into money. It doesn't just mean like, oh, I got followers now. <coughs> Sorry, losing my voice now all of a sudden. So there's that. So you heard it here first. You want to make sure that you create those ads to target people who recently engaged with you and recently visited your website and then offer them a product that's relevant to them as an audience. So if you did A and you built a relevant audience, set yourself up for success for this, you're going to need to do B, which is put your systems in place to actually convert on that traffic. So I hope those are two really good takeaways from this. Um, like I said, that first day when those ads didn't go, I didn't write that off. I kept going. That's another little piece of advice about perseverance with this kind of thing because you might not have all the answers, but that first day might be experimentation. And then also be willing to take a little bit of a risk because for us, it was a big risk putting a lot of money into this right now when we weren't expecting it, but it looks like it's going to be well worth it. And like I said, now it's just making me wonder like what's next with this. So that's my update. Like, I hope this was interesting to some of you guys. I hope that if this does ever happen to you and you remember listening to this, uh, you are able to take advantage of it because it's very difficult to have this kind of anomaly happen where you get all of a sudden an increase in reach and traffic uh, that you don't have to pay for. And it's thrilling and exciting and it's really cool um, that it happened. And I'm working on it, <laughs> working on making something good from it. Uh, so that's the episode today. Thank you for listening. Hopefully we'll get back to some regular scheduled episodes for those of you guys who have been subscribed to me on Apple Podcasts. Hello, I'm back. I missed you too. I honestly have been trying to find the time, spare a minute to do an episode, an update episode because my last one I kind of left in the cliffhanger like, what are we going to do? Well, I told you now what we did. So, you know, you, you got a little... A little sneak into that. Uh, but thank you for listening and sticking with me. For those of you watching on YouTube, hello, please subscribe if you haven't done so already. For those of you watching on Facebook or watching the replay, leave a hello in the comments below. I'm Brandy Peters. Thanks for watching. You guys have a good one. Bye!